BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Yoli Childs drives and dunks. Nasty. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. Long three, Haas. Yes! <laughs> TJ Haas! This is Cougar Pregame Live. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our live coverage of BYU basketball begins with Cougar Pregame Live. To lead things off, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live tonight. The BYU Cougars host the Portland Pilots. It is game number one of West Coast Conference play. BYU begins conference play with a record of 11-2. and The Cougars beat Texas Southern last Saturday night, 73-52 to at the Marriott Center. Yoli Childs had a game-high 19 points. T.J. Hawes finished with 11. Speaking of T.J. Hawes, you will hear from him coming up in just a few minutes. The non-conference schedule showed us a lot about BYU. Not only are Yoli Childs and Elijah Bryant legit, and they are certainly legit. This team also has depth. They can rely on multiple players to step up when needed. Guys like Peyton Dastrup, as of late, playing very well. Zach Selyus has played well. That's one of the biggest revelations that we've seen from this BYU team is just how deep this bench goes. And night to night, somebody's having an off night, somebody else can step up. That has proven to be a big reason why BYU is 11-2 after non-conference. Portland Pilots are up first for the Cougars tonight. Pilots were picked to finish ninth in the preseason poll. Pilots sit right now one game under five hundred at 6-7, and seven, but they have played better as of late. They've won three out of their last four games coming into tonight. Matchup. They're a team that takes and makes a lot of threes, and BYU has proven this season so far that they can defend the three very well. That will probably be the matchup to watch tonight. As I mentioned, tonight's player interview is with sophomore guard TJ Hawes, former Lone Peak Knight, right now averaging 12 points, three rebounds, and four assists. He's one of the few players on this team that has been through the grind of West Coast Conference play. I talked with him after practice yesterday. Here's our conversation. First and foremost, how was the holidays for you? It was awesome. Yeah, I had, you know, it's my second Christmas with my wife, so we had uh, another great Christmas. And, it, you know, it's just a good time to, to spend with your family and, and enjoy, um, you know, celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. So it was a good time. I know that it's not as long as everybody else gets because you guys have to get right back at practice. But how much, even if it's just a couple of days, how nice is that just to have that much of a break? Yeah, no, it's good. It's good to get, uh, mentally just take a take a step back and uh, relax a little bit. And you know, you know, a couple of days comes and you're itching to get back and, and ready to get back out on the floor and start playing games again. For you, the 11 and two start a really impressive start for this team. What has impressed you most about the way you guys have played through the first 13 games? Uh, you know, I think something that's huge for this team. Uh, is having a chip on our shoulder, and I feel like in, in a lot of games this season, whether we're bouncing back from a, a rough game or a loss or whatever it is, I feel like this team comes out with a chip on our shoulders every game, and I think that you know having that edge every day really does uh, help us come out tough and um, makes us a tough team. When you guys set team goals at the beginning of a year, or even personal goals, where do you guys put the conference season? Where does that land on that list of goals? You know, winning a conference championship is, is huge. We talk about that all the time. You know, hanging a banner up in here is is something that lasts forever. And 
Um, so that that's been our goal since since day one, and that's a that's a huge part of the season is uh, conference play, and we've been looking forward to it all year, and we're excited to get going now. And I know that you've been through this before; you know what it's like. But every year is different. Every team has different personnel every year. For those that may not understand what it's like to go from a non-conference schedule to a conference schedule, where you have teams that you do know so much and they know you, how different is it? No, it, it really is. It's way different. Conference play, like you said, everyone everyone really knows who you are individually what your strengths weaknesses are and you know it's much it's it's a lot tougher than you know coming out in your first or second game of the season you know people there's not really a huge scouting report um but you know now it's everyone knows everyone and anyone can be anyone on any given night and so like i mentioned earlier we have to come out with that edge every night no matter who we're playing and you know if i think i think if we can do that uh we're gonna be able to take care of business Maybe not even just in terms of scouting or looking at opponents, but just because it's the conference you play in. How much do you pay attention to what the other teams are doing, whether it's Gonzaga, St. Mary's, or any of the other teams? Uh, a little bit. You know, I, I check scores and see see who wins and loses. But other than that, you know, I'm not I'm not too – I'm more worried about us than them. So what is it that you guys are working on heading into this game against Portland? Anything specifically, or is it still just overall trying to get better? Uh, you know, we're always trying to get better every game, but you know this team does a great job of uh, attacking gaps, and you know they they have good quick guards that can you know get anywhere on the, on the floor, and so it's a team defensive effort. We've talked about that all year, and nothing's changed, and so you know we all have to come out. Uh, tomorrow and and really be in the gaps really be helping each other on defense well and defensively and coach rose was talking about this just a few minutes ago i mean this is a team speaking of portland that shoots a lot of threes not just shoots them but makes a lot of threes i mean you guys have though have shown the ability to be able to slow that part of the opposition down so this looks like it should be a pretty good matchup yeah no it's always a good challenge one uh, when another team does something really well, and we've played a lot of teams that you know shoot the ball efficiently from the three-point line, so it's going to be another good challenge for us, and I think we're ready for it. How has the season gone for you so far, personally? Uh, you know, it's, it, we've had ups and downs and stuff, but uh, you know, like I've always said, winning takes care of everything. So uh, I'm happy we're winning, and um, you know, keep trying to play my game and be aggressive, um, but. You know, I'm happy with where we're at right now. All right, it all starts conference play against Portland. Thanks for the time. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, that was TJ Haas, a player interview, getting you ready for game number one of West Coast Conference play, BYU and the Portland Pilots. Coming up next, we're going to head to the Marriott Center. It's our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live continues in just a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Counting you down to tip-off with Cougar Pregame Live. 75-66, a Zuck attack in Provo. Now, let's rejoin your host, Jason Shepard. It's a Thursday night, late December. We've got West Coast Conference play beginning for the BYU Cougars. Wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Welcome back in to Cougar Pregame Live. BYU and the Portland Pilots coming your way in just about 50 minutes. It's time to welcome in Mark Durant. It's our courtside conversation. He joins me from the Marriott Center. Good evening, Mark. How was your Christmas? Good evening. I had a wonderful Christmas. Uh, I was very good this year and was rewarded (laughs) from Santa. Now I've got... Greg Rubel on my right and my sweet daughter Stratton on my left. And so life is pretty good. About to watch the Cougars play. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. I I do want to put you on the spot 
right out of the gate. Who was your non-conference MVP for BYU? 11-2 and record, playing very well. Lots of guys to choose from who played well during these first 13 games. But to you, who was your MVP? Well, I, I guess I would go with uh, Elijah Bryant. Uh, I think he's been pretty consistent, has shot the ball terrific from the three-point line. I think he's a good leader on the floor. I think Yoli Childs is right there with him. Yoli had a, a bit of a slow start but has had some really nice games. But as far as a guy it's that uh, is just uh, kind of give, giving you something every night and uh, has made big shots and is a tough matchup problem for people and – I just like Elijah. I just think he's playing great basketball and uh, is a is probably the key to this basketball team right now. There's obviously a lot of supporting actors that have played great, but uh, to me, to me, it's been Elijah, and, and it's fun to see that because uh, we all kind of knew that he was pretty good, but was hobbled uh, much of last year, and it's been fun to see what he can do healthy, and it's just been terrific. Yeah, how many times did coaches tell us, man, if, if you could just see him healthy, if we could just get him healthy, you'll see exactly what we saw. And to your point, we've, we've absolutely seen that so far this year. What is the aspect of this BYU team that you are most confident in and the area that you still have concern right now? Hmm, well... Uh, I think they do some really good things that help them win games. So a free throw shooting I'm very confident in. I think that's a real advantage for this team. Um, Defense, I'm getting to a level of confidence that when this team needs to play defense, they'll be able to play it and and play it well. Uh, And so they're going to be in most games that they're playing in. Uh, I'm getting more and more confident in the three-point shooting. They've been much better lately, and that was a real point of concern earlier in the year. Uh, for me, and depth was a concern early in the year for me, and now they're, they're starting to seem to get some more depth, and guys like Peyton Dastrup's playing better, and we'll see Braden Shaw back, and hopefully you get Dalton Nixon back, and you added McKay Cannon, so that was a problem for me earlier, which now is more of a strength, so uh, I, I don't really see any glaring deficiencies other than maybe uh, a real scoring post threat uh, other than Yoli. Luke has been decent. Uh, Peyton is re- emerging, but I, I really worry in a big game if a guy, if Yoli Childs, for instance, say Saturday were to get in foul trouble, uh, that that would be a big concern to me. But other than that, really not a lot of glaring deficiencies in the in the, the areas where I thought BYU had some problems earlier. That's not so much of a problem now, and uh, and it can even be a strength. For instance, three point shooting has been so good recently that uh, I think it's a strength of this team now. When coaches put together schedules, obviously, and and you're well aware of this, your non-conference schedule, you play teams that you think uh, you can learn something for and and prepare yourself for when conference season begins. So we're at that point now. How prepared do you think the Cougars are for West Coast Conference play based off of what they did and what they saw in the non-conference? Yeah, so... I think the thing that makes me most optimistic is what they're able to do on the road, whether it was UVU or Utah State. Uh, I, I, I was really pleased with how they handled themselves in pressure situations and hostile crowds. Now, say what you want about the WCC and the arenas. There's some very difficult places to play, obviously the kennel and at St. Mary's, but even other places, you know, the, the size of the arena, don't, don't let that fool you. I mean, the... It's not all about the size of the crowd. It's about the type of arena and the setting, and it can get pretty loud in those arenas, and, and BYU struggled at times on the road in the, in the conference. But 
to me, this team has the tools, whether it's, you know, the Princeton where you kind of grind out a win by playing good defense or or UVU just coming out and punching a team in the mouth and getting them down early and or, or uh, Utah State where you kind of suffer through some poor shooting to, to keep yourself in the game to where you can win that game. It, it's a real challenge to win on the road. It's never really been that much of a challenge, although BYU's dropped a couple here and there over the years in this building. But it, it's it's pretty easy to win at home if you're a decent team. It's getting those road wins, even against average teams, is the real challenge. And that's what separated Gonzaga and St. Mary's from BYU over the last couple of years. They just didn't have any slip-ups. And that, that'll be the real key again this year is BYU got to take care of business on the road. And, and what I've seen, the, the fact that they played several road games and neutral games and they had success and uh, I think are a good defensive team, all those things give me confidence that BYU can, can win those games on the road and win the games that they should and maybe sneak a couple away from uh, – the better teams, whether it's San Diego or St. Mary's or uh, or Gonzaga or even San Francisco, I think is going to be a challenge. So you get those wins and, and then see what happens against Gonzaga and St. Mary's and, and kind of see where the chips fall. But uh, I, I like the way this the, the mental makeup of this team. They seem to have a certain toughness, a certain confidence, a certain swagger, and that's what you need to go and have success on the road. They've shown it so far, and I, I, I only see BYU getting better. You mentioned the mental toughness, and that's a perfect lead-in to my next question because and and you you sort of alluded to it. we've seen in the past where BYU has had some some slip-ups where they ended up losing to a team that they really shouldn't be losing to Portland is a team that's not expected to do anything in the West Coast Conference so with that in mind how important is a game like this to put away a team like Portland well it's critically important I mean, if you were to lose to Portland tonight that would just be absolutely devastating and all the good things you've done would basically be out the window and it would really make it difficult to, to, you know, if you're losing a home game to Portland, I'll do respect. I mean, it's as Ricky Bobby would say, I'll do respect. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it, that would just be devastating because uh, Gonzaga and St. Mary's aren't going to lose to Portland at home. And so these are, the, these are the scary games. And one of the reasons it's scary is because they're, they're so reliant on the three-point shot and they're, they're really good at it. They're one of the top teams in the country percentage-wise and makes-wise from the three-point line. So that's always the, the, the uh, fear uh, when you play a team that you can shoot the three because what if they get hot and then then you're in trouble? And I forget the guy's name. Uh, I kind of blocked it out a couple years ago up at Portland, made it made a ton. And, uh, I they can beat, see him, but I can't remember yeah. his name either, and it's probably uh, it's probably uh, on purpose that I can't yeah, remember. My psychiatrist helped me to block that out <laughs> from my memory, but... Uh, anyway, I mean, you saw with San Francisco came in here a couple years ago and and just lit it up from three. And so th- that team is always a danger. The three-point shooting team is always a danger. Now, with that said, I- I'm not as worried about it this year with the way BYU's been able to defend and defend the three and limit three-point opportunities, which is a critical part of it. Because uh, without that, I mean, Portland has no chance. So they're going to come out firing, and uh, we'll see if they can make any. But that the, the three-point shot is the great equalizer in college basketball, and if a team can get hot on any given night, they can uh, give you a scare. So we'll see how it goes tonight. But uh, yeah, absolutely, this is a this is a must-win. I know it's the first game of the conference season, but it, to me, it's a must-win. You just cannot afford to drop uh, a game to Portland at home to start the conference. Because of what you mentioned in terms of how effective Portland is shooting from the perimeter, is it safe to say that perimeter defense is the number one key in the game tonight? I think so, and so you're going to have to really extend your defense. BYU's been better at, you know, taking away just the look. Uh, uh, aside from when you shoot it, if you make it or not, but just limiting the three-point shot. 
period. And this is a team in Portland that shoots a bazillion, and they make over 10 a game. And, and so just preventing the shot from going up in the first place is part of the equation. And then, obviously, if they do shoot it, to, to get that percentage low. And BYU's been really good at that, actually, this year. I know they've had slip-ups and halves and things like that where it hasn't been as good. But uh, I think uh, knowing what Portland likes to do and the game plan coming in, it will be to really – take away that shot extend the defense it puts more pressure on Yoli inside and other guys and, and maybe you'll get hurt on the dribble penetration but looking at Portland they're just not a good uh, team inside the arc so you take you, you, you kind of throw the dice there a little bit by but you, you take away their strength and make them beat you another way and I think BYU's more equipped this year to do that than, than in years past I don't know if you're comfortable answering this right now I'm gonna ask you anyway uh, what do you believe BYU's regular season WCC record will be? 18 games. I, I you know, call me a homer and call me whatever you want. I do not think it's crazy to think that BYU could go 15 and three. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm really happy with how they're playing. They've won eight in a row. Uh, the conference is not great. San Diego's been, you know, pretty good and. Like I said, San Francisco had a good win against Nevada the other night. and you know, Obviously, Gonzaga and St. Mary's out there. But uh, I'm optimistic that BYU can beat Gonzaga and St. Mary's in this building. They'll probably lose there, and then they're going to drop one somewhere else. So I I would agree with that. My, my most optimistic, I'm saying uh, the 15-3. I like it. We're on the same page. Nothing wrong with that. Just uh, last thing before we let you go. How do you see this one playing out? What type of game do you expect from BYU tonight? Uh, I really look for them to come out and and look really focused. And I was talking with T.J. Hawes as part of, part of the uh, pregame interview. He was talking about one of the things he really likes about this team is how they play with a chip on their shoulder. I think a game like this is a perfect opportunity to be able to come out and play like that. Yeah, I mean, it's always a risk when you have a big game coming up Saturday to, to overlook a team like Portland, but you do that at your own peril. And I... But I think this team is kind of a business-like team. They don't get too high. They don't get too low. They know what they need to do. And uh, it's important to come out and kind of squash a team like Portland early. Otherwise, you might get in a bit of a dogfight. But we'll, we'll see how it goes. But I, I like this team. I don't, I don't think they're, they're too vulnerable to having mental lapses. We'll see how it progresses. But uh, I, I think this is a great chance to, to open up conference in a strong fashion going into Saturday. Mark, great stuff as always. Appreciate the time, and we'll hear you with Greg coming up in just a few minutes. All right. Happy birthday to my daughter, Stratton, who's nine tomorrow. I love her. She's the greatest. Happy birthday, Stratton. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. All right. There we go. Mark Duran. That's our courtside conversation from the Marriott Center. Coming up next, we'll look at some other scores in college hoops, plus the day in the bowl games in college football. Lots to get to. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive pregame coverage of BYU basketball continues. As we rejoin the host of Cougar Pregame Live, Jason Shepard. Welcome back in. Shep with you getting ready for BYU basketball tonight. The Cougars hosting the Pilots of Portland. Game number one of West Coast Conference play. Cougars playing well, heading into conference play. 11 and 2, looking to 
get things started on the right track tonight. After tonight, big, big game Saturday afternoon against St. Mary's. It's a game here in Provo. It's a game you will hear on BYU Radio on the new skin BYU Sports Network for p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Mountain. Uh, but there's first things first, clearly, one game at a time. As coaches and players will always tell you, got Portland tonight. Let's update you on games going on right now. Top 25, not a whole lot today. You've got one game going on. It is number 25, Creighton, at number 23, Seton Hall. Seton Hall with a three-point lead with five and a half minutes to go. It is 81-78. And then later on tonight, it is number 20, Gonzaga, hosting the Pacific Tigers. That game will get underway same time as our game here in Provo. Speaking of Gonzaga and other WCC teams, other games tonight featuring conference opponents. San Diego will be hosting San Francisco. Santa Clara is at home taking on Pepperdine and St. Mary's, who, as I mentioned, will be in Provo coming up on Saturday hosting the Lions of LMU. All right, college bowl game season. Tis the season where you've got college bowl games just about every day. One game currently going Going on is the Camping World Bowl. Bowl. I know everybody's tuned to this one. Virginia Tech, Oklahoma State. It is 27-14 in favor of the Cowboys. 6.46 to go in the fourth quarter. Oklahoma State with the lead. Earlier today, it was Navy and Virginia in the Military Bowl. Obviously, the Kenny Amatololo, head coach of Navy. Bronco Mendenhall, former Cougar head coach is the coach of the Virginia Cavaliers, and this one was all midshipmen. 49-7 to in favor of Navy Bronco, and the Virginia Cavaliers finish the season at 6-7. and Coming up later on tonight, number 15, TCU, hosting Stanford in the Alamo Bowl, and then the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Cougar fans obviously familiar with that bowl, has... Michigan State and Washington State will update you on those bowl games throughout the night. Also, don't want to forget, BYU women's basketball, they are on the road tonight in Portland taking on the Pilots. That is a game that will start at 8 o'clock Mountain Time, 10 Eastern. I will update you on how the Cougars are doing on the road at Portland as they begin conference play as well. That's going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up next... We'll send you to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. We've got a lot of individual guys who have actually found themselves and are really contributing to our team. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, presented by Science Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans, and welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus here in Provo, Utah, as tonight the Cougars open their seventh season of competition in the West Coast Conference by hosting the University of Portland, a program that has never won a game in this building. The Pilots are 0-9 all-time in Provo. My name is Greg Rubel, joined courtside by former Cougar hoopster and legendary BYU basketball Ironman, Mark Durant. And uh, BYU comes in 11-2, eight-game win streak. They've won the first three games of a five-game homestand. They're getting balanced, scoring up and down the roster, rotation more or less set, good chemistry, defensive mindset. Things are good, but now the pressure turns up a notch because now it's time to go about the business of winning a conference championship, something that has, that has eluded BYU for all six seasons 
of its WCC membership. So in comes a Portland team that BYU's historically handled with very little difficulty. Cougars are 16-2 and all-time against the Pilots. So, Mark, uh, the opportunity is there to get off on the right foot in league play, and it's a big opening weekend because uh, St. Mary's follows the Pilots into Provo on Saturday. Yeah, this is a great chance. I mean, BYU struggled with uh, openers, I think, what, two and four in conference play, and and a lot of times that's been to St. Mary's or Gonzaga, and so you start out immediately, and you're you're chasing people, and it's a great chance for BYU to be the chase, chasee. I mean, it's like Russell with the ladies in college. I mean, he was always the chasee, but it's, it's good to be the, the person getting chased, you know, and uh, that's a chance for BYU. I think I think if they can get these first two games, obviously that puts St. Mary's in a little bit of a hole and then uh, establishes themselves as a front runner and uh, maybe gives them a little confidence. This is a big week, I think, because uh, conversely, what happens if you were to drop to Portland or to St. Mary's, then it's more of the same and you're struggling and struggling. Can we get this? We can, can. Maybe they'll lose here and hoping. And This is a chance really to take control of your destiny early and a great chance here in the home floor. You got it. Coming up next, it's my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Dave Rose as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Provo on the new skin BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar pregame coaches show. Oh, a nice stutter step right to the rim. Flood score again. Just here, Harden. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. All right, getting you set for BYU's 2017-18 West Coast Conference opener. The Cougars and Portland Pilots. BYU 11-2 looking for a ninth straight win. Portland 6-7 on a more modest two-game win streak. Of their six wins, though, only three have come against Division I on competition. The Pilots love the three-point shot, and they're good at it. Top 10 nationally. In three-point percentage, BYU head coach Dave Rose telling me a short time ago that when you play Portland, the number one item on the to-do list is pay attention to the perimeter. Yeah, their guards are are you know really efficient too. I'll tell you that you know we're 13 games in the season. They played 13 games, and and these team stats offensively are just eerily similar. I mean, it's it's amazing. We've scored. I think 1,002 points, and they've scored 998 points in the 13 games. We shoot 48% from the field. They shoot 48% from the field. Uh, a, a crazy number, or it's turnovers. It's the exact same number, 158, 158. And they have three guys who take the majority of their shots that are all averaging double figures just like we do, and it's almost around the same amount of shots uh, as far as the distribution of the team is concerned. So. Uh, this will be a team, a game, just like you said about defense, and and they make three or four more threes a game than we do. They make ten a game, which is best in the league. That's something that we've really tried to work on in the off season, and, and hopefully we can we can get home to these shooters. These guards are quick. Um, you know, JoJo Walker and Shaver and 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 Porter. I mean, these are guys that can. And and then you know, McSwiggin, he he's a guy that's really a guard that's playing that four spot. So they really spread you out and. Uh, our guy's going to have to be on it here tonight. So they average 10.13s a game, like you said, but you've allowed only two teams to get double digits on you this year. And they, and they have, uh, I think, in their 13 games, 10 of them, they've, they've got 10 or more in their mm-hmm. game. So this 
this will be uh, uh, you know a, a real early test for us. Quick guards. It reminds me a lot of the Texas Southern game as far as they want to get in the paint and then kick that thing out. We did a decent job uh, of limiting their three point attempts. They they did hit I think six or seven, three or four or five in the second half. So. You know, we're going to have to stay with it all night long. I, I think our size is an advantage for us. We can throw it down there. But Philip Hartwick is one of the uh, – he's a senior, one of the, the, the biggest, longest, uh, you know, best shot blockers in, in our league. So, um, you know, that, that's what we faced the other night uh, in, in Texas Southern. So, I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I think we've had a couple, three or four really good days of practice. Our guys are engaged. We're excited to get started with the league. But we'll just see how we do here. After years of dealing with Alec Wintering, now you get a kid named JoJo Walker to handle at the point. Yeah, and, and, and JoJo's a guy that uh, can really get anywhere he wants on the floor. I don't know if he's as creative as Alec was, but he's just, he's just young too, you know. And, and that's another similarity between our teams. I mean, we're both playing a lot of underclassmen, starting a lot of underclassmen. And, uh, and you know, their, their strength inside is their senior, but they've got a couple young kids that are really talented, athletic guys. So... Uh, I'm excited to get this going. I know this is way more of what out Coach Porter wants to play uh, than the group that he had last year, and so uh, we'll learn a lot here tonight. But really, for a team that you saw just a few, you know, the, the t- last couple of games of conference last year, right? So much turnover uh, from one year to the next. Uh, there are a couple of names we know, like Hart, which you said, and Tyson and Jackson. But man, a lot, a lot of the rest of this roster is new to you. Yeah, and Ty- you know, Tyson's a guy we know because of how <laughs> how good he is from the three point line. Maybe as good as anybody in our league. Had five in the game uh, that they just played before the break. So, uh, you know, Pacific and. Portland are the two teams that really kind of really revamped their teams. Pacific did it through transfers and you know, junior college kids, and and uh, you know Coach Porter and his staff uh, got a lot of really good young. He's got a transfer in McSwigan, but uh, the rest of those guys are are young kids, freshmen that are are you know I mean they are really exciting to watch. When you watch them play, it's 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 quite of a, 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 a interesting style, and and we'll, we'll have to be ready for it. I've added uh, Braden Shaw to your board for the first time. Yeah, Braden's uh, practiced the last couple of days. He he still, I don't think, 100%, but he's one of our most experienced guys, and so it's good to have him, uh, you know, as we start league play. And and I told him, you know, yesterday when we had a, a, a kind of a long chat together, I said, I, I don't know what, um, you know, your role is going to be, but just expect anything because it's uh, uh, when you get into these league games, you need everybody to try to figure out a way to win. Well, you always tell me the toughest league to win is the league you're in, and the mission starts tonight. Yeah, this is it, and and I think that uh, you know I, I I do I think we're fortunate we're starting with two home games just because of travel during this time of year you know kind of adds to it. But the bottom line is once the ball's thrown up, there's the, the only advantage is to the team that uh, is most focused and together and plays the hardest. So hopefully that'll be us. Hopefully it is. All right, coach. Thanks. We'll talk to you post game. Good luck. All right. Thanks, Locker. All right, that is Dave Rose and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. The Cougar tip-off show coming your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. Shot, score! Dalton Nixon! Right to the rim, up and in! 
This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by your local Utah Honda dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling courtside seats and join Mark Durant along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again from the Marriott Center here in Provo, where tonight is BYU hosting Portland. Uh, the Cougars have won four of the last five and eight of the last nine against the Pilots. Uh, they've never lost to Portland here in Provo, as mentioned. A win tonight, BYU would go to 10-0 and versus Portland in this building while extending its overall win streak to nine games. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you, courtside or statistician. BYU's sixth all-time leading scorer, Russell Larson. Jason Shepard's our studio host. Our control board operator is Drew Brackett tonight. Uh, you are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our satellite flagship is BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. Over the air flagship, KSL News Radio. We are also on affiliates in Idaho and Utah and around the world online at BYURadio.org, BYUCougars.com, KSL.com, and the BYU Radio app, along with the BYU Cougars app, the KSL app, the TuneIn Radio app. So wherever you are tonight, we wish you fond holiday greetings and hope you'll enjoy your time with us this evening. Mark, uh, this week saw a couple of roster moves for this BYU team. Colby Lee is on the team now, but expected to redshirt. Kajon Brown has left the team and is transferring. Braden Shaw has returned to the active roster, is in uniform tonight. Uh, but these are all developments outside of BYU's top rotation. Dave Rose has his top eight guys. Dalton Nixon would make it nine when he comes back. And heading into league play, BYU shouldn't need to go a whole lot deeper. Eight and nine is kind of where you want to be. Seven, eight, nine guys. It's a good group at the top two. Uh, different types of players, uh, multiple scoring options. I really like this collection of talent at the top. Yeah, Dave's got a Baskin Robbins. He's got the 31 flavors he can go to, which means that uh, it, uh, he get a different score every night. Guy gets a hot hand. Go to that guy. You've got a good inside presence. You can go big if you want to with Luke and Peyton down lower. You can come in with Zach and go against smaller teams. Spread the floor a little bit. You've got some good different shooters, and McKay brings a nice, fresh look. But you, you, you want you don't want to have six or seven because then something could happen. You get foul trouble, whatever. But you don't want to have 11 or 12 either. I mean, that, that, that's a nice eight and nine. Guys you know you can count on, that know the system, that can play together. There's good chemistry. And so far, so good for BYU. The only thing I'm concerned about, Greg, is Yoli. Yoli could get in foul trouble, then BYU could be in real trouble in certain games and uh, you don't really have a backup for him but otherwise everybody kind of can do the, the thing and step in for guys when they're not playing well all right we come back to the Marriott Center the pregame thoughts of Portland assistant coach Bob Cantu as the Cougar tip-off show continues here on the new skin BYU Sports Network This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Raise it up. No. The tip. No. The follow. Yes. Let's head back live to courtside. All right, so BYU at Portland coming up. Second season for former NBA player and coach Terry Porter as head coach of the Pilots. Uh, he has two sons on this year's roster and uh, two straight wins coming into tonight's game here at BYU. The Pilots are very three-point dependent. They rank in the top ten nationally in three-point field goal percentage. Conversely, their two-point percentage is subpar, as is their free-throw number. So take away the perimeter and then take your chances with Portland. I spoke with Pilots assistant coach Bob Cantu a short time ago about the challenge of opening weekend, starting off in Provo, then returning home to host San Francisco on Saturday. Well, there's a big other 
better ways to start out in conference, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, you're going to have to play everybody at some point anyways. Um, this is always just a great place to come play a basketball game. Just amazing facilities. Uh, really enjoyed your guys' practice facility as well. And you guys that tremendous program. You just look up at the banners, and I think I counted 29 NCAA tournaments and, you know, great, great players and elite eights and just um, – uh, just a, a great place to play and a you know, great fan base. So uh, we're happy to be here, And um, but I, th- I think your guys' team is pretty good this year. Not every team that comes into Provo either has the opportunity to or chooses to use the new annex, but you guys did, got in there yesterday and practiced. You mentioned it a little bit, but what are your thoughts about having been through the facility and then used it for uh, practice? Oh, it's a beautiful facility. Um, I love the fact that you've got your regular courts, and then you have two smaller courts where guys can get on the gun and shoot. Looks like there's offices and uh, training room and weight room right there, and it's kind of a one-stop shop, and it's, you know, obviously right here, real close to the arena. So um, I think that's a great selling point in recruiting. You know, now every kid is is a kind of expecting great facilities, and, and you guys have that. So that was definitely a treat for us to be able to use it. We have a whole new group, and we have our, our top six guys. This is their first year playing Division One basketball. Brought in nine, ten new guys. It's it's a complete rebuild. Uh, but what we have are some pretty talented young players, freshmen, sophomores, who were really, really challenged early with the preseason schedule like nobody in our league, playing the likes of Carolina, Oklahoma, DePaul, at Boise. Um, you know, not many people play that kind of schedule, so the record probably doesn't really reflect how good our team may or may not be. But I think those games maybe prepare you to come in here and, and play with some confidence. Um, but, uh, you know, this place is just different than any other place. I, I've always said it's a top five place in the country to play just because of not only the students but how loud how it gets and how they're, you know, kind of on top of you. But, um, but you know, I like our team, but we're, we're down the road and we're just kind of one game at a time right now just trying to improve. Like you said, uh, a pretty new group. The last game that you played against BYU last year at your place, none of your five starters that night will start for you tonight. But that does mean a lot of exciting youth and really that, that freshman backcourt tandem of Walker and Shaver uh, looks to be one you guys can really build on for years to come. You know, I really think so. They are both uh, have pretty good numbers, averaging double digits, uh, shooting well from three. And then you look at Franklin Porter and Josh McSwiggin, are only sophomores. Um, so you've got those guys going to be with you for a while. And then Phil... And uh, Tyson are really the only guys that are seniors that have played impactful minutes. So it's definitely a team um, that I think is going to be good down the road. But uh, we want to play with young players and let them make mistakes, and, and that's how they'll grow. Not a ton of players come out of the U.K. to play stateside, but Josh McSwiggin is one of them by way of Casper and uh, is your leading scorer right now. Yeah, Josh is playing really well. His numbers are tremendous. You know, he's shooting almost 50% from three, 50 from the field. Got low turnovers, high assists, great free throw percentage. Playing with a lot of confidence. He's actually a player that I had at UTEP, um, but didn't get cleared to the clearinghouse for more of a technicality than, than an, an academic issue. And, and had a city year, and then went to Casper. Had, had an okay junior college year, but I made the move to Porter, under Terry Porter, and we were kind of looking for that position, so we began recruiting him. I mean, for us, it worked out that we got a, a good player to come, but has has a little bit of fire, uh, ready to kind of you know prove himself, and has, has done well to this point. What are some basics, finally, of your BYU scout coming into tonight? Well, you guys can obviously really shoot it. Uh, I think you're different from last year. You don't shoot as many threes, and you don't shoot as as quickly. You're a little bit more patient. You play through the post. Um, I think which is which is a great way to play. 
Um, really love like the improvement. You look at Childs and Bryant, just kind of how much better they've gotten. You know, I know Jashir actually recruited Jashir out of high school in Mississippi when I was at UTEP. Oh, yeah. I know he went to Fordham and then to Chipola now here. So pretty familiar with his game, and, he, and he's definitely a talent. You know, you guys have a, a nice group. They, they really share the ball and move it and don't really beat themselves. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of waiting for that 1-3-1 one, one because uh, it kind of it kind of it took us down the last two minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's been a, a, a sore, sore uh, you know, on my side, a sore. Uh, <laughs> kind of a thorn in your side. Thorn in my yeah. side, if I can say it right, for a whole year now. So we're, we're definitely prepared, uh, unlike last year. Well, Bob, I appreciate the time you've taken pregame. Uh, good luck to you uh, this season, and we'll see you back at your place. All right, thank you. All right, that is Portland assistant coach Bob Cantu. Time now for our You Be the Judge feature, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. And here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. A win tonight would give BYU a nine-game winning streak, which would be the longest since BYU joined the West Coast Conference and the longest since uh, one of two ten-game runs in the 2010-11 season. But what is the all-time BYU record for longest winning streak? The answer coming up next as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Oswald drive it, gives to Yoli. Yoli with the thump and another and one opportunity. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel at courtside. All right, the BYU and Portland tipping just after the top of the hour. First up, the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge trivia question brought to you by Legally Mine. A win tonight would give BYU a nine-game winning streak, which would be the longest since BYU joined the WCC and the longest also since one of two 10-game win streaks in the 2010-11 season. So tonight's question is, what is the BYU record for longest winning streak? Mark, as you dig deep into the annals of your memory, what does it tell you? Yeah, so... It would have to be, I would think, the uh, the year where they started off undefeated, almost got to number one, lost to UAB. I think that was maybe 19, 20, 21 games in. Is that too many? I'm thinking 15. That's too low. Okay, it's too low. Yeah, well, 15 is too low, and then 1920 okay, so was too many. Okay, 17-ish. <laughs> 17. Yeah, and that's yeah. Jeff Chapman and Yusevich and Mike Smith. Mike right? Smith, Brian Terry. I mean, that was a that was a fun team. They yeah. got to 17 and 0 to start the 87-88 season. That is the BYU record for longest win streak. All right, the Cougar Tip-Off Show continues after this on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Touch pass, Celius, three. Got it! Zach Celius makes it a one-point game. Let's head back live to courtside.
All right, time now for the Timpanogos Regional Hospital Injury Report. The Timpanogos Regional Hospital Emergency Room is prepared to treat injuries of all kinds close to home. Just text ER to 23000 for current ER wait times. With Braden Shaw back and dressed and available tonight, only Dalton Nixon and Ryan Andrus remain on the shelf with injuries. And that is our injury report for tonight. Tip-off is coming up next along with our starting lineups. This has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.